Welcome to Six Pack. I'm your host, Erin Inselman. This is an uncut show that supports parents in the enjoyment of raising children and having the fire and spirit to do life, with a side of sarcasm and humor, of course. I'm a mom of six, a wife, and a business owner in the health and fitness industry. Each week, myself and other experts will be sharing pointers and stories on parenting, self-growth, health and fitness, and relationships. Join me for this real and raw show dedicated to sharing tips, tribulations, and the triumphs of everyday life. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining me again this week. I hope you've had a wonderful start to uh, your work week. And uh, today I thought we'd talk a little bit about time and money saving tips. So for as long as I can remember in our married life, Brian and I have always been on a budget. And yet that budget has evolved over the years and we've learned a lot of different money saving tips and a lot of different ways to allocate our money. But today I thought about, or I thought I would talk to you a little bit about just some things that I do, but then also about some, some other tips, you know, that I could give you as well. So starting with kind of grocery budget, because I feel like when looking at like your overall budget, that that is one way to kind of simply make some savings here and there. So obviously one of the first thoughts is, you know, like traditional coupon cutting. And so, I mean, you could go back to the fact where, you know, you have the paper coupons that come into your newspaper and, you know, you want to cut and use those coupons to save. But I have actually gone to the digital aspect of it. And that is because, and this is for a time aspect as well, but, and it also keeps me on track on my budget and helps me stick to my list is that I do click lists. So in other words, I do my shopping online through my local grocer. And then I go and I, I pick it up and I have them loaded in my car. And one thing that I've noticed is that since I have been doing that, I stick to my budget a little bit better because I'm not in the store. And so I'm not doing that free for all buying of walking up and down the aisles and putting things in the cart that possibly normally would not be on my, on my list. And so it has definitely helped me stay to a budget. And then the other thing that's really great about the click list too is that I can look at like my previous orders from the previous week. If it's something, you know, a lot of perishables are on there to where I can just go ahead and quickly duplicate that. And then again, it helps me stick to my budget and it saves me time as well because, you know, it just repopulates um, what I had bought from the, the previous week. Because I think most of us can say that we're kind of creatures of habit. And so there's a lot of things within our household each week, you know, just like those common staples that we go through, you know, from milk and fruit, you know, any of the, the vegetables that we have, you know, even to some of the, the snacks and toiletries that we go through each week. And so by doing the click list, it is definitely something that has helped me save. But what I also like is there's digital coupons on there. And so I can go through digital coupons of what I would like, and then I just clip it and it puts it on, you know, on my order. In addition to things like that, many programs have rewards programs. And so if you are not signed up for rewards programs, that is a great way to get percentages off. A lot of grocers also have a link with a company that they use for gas. And so many times you can accumulate those points and then also save money on your gas when you go and fill up. So if you have not signed up for any of those, I would definitely encourage it because it does save pennies time and time again to be able to shave some some money off of your monthly budget, but then also just to give you a discount as you go as well. 
So another thing that I do, and I can do this from my online order, is that every week, you know, our grocers come out with ads. And so I look at those ads and I do my meal planning for that week based on what is on sale. I used to do this, you know, quite a few years ago when when the older three were much younger, but that is definitely how I would meal plan. Now, some of our lifestyle has changed as far as like the way that we eat. So since we're not eating as much processed foods, sometimes that's a little bit more difficult, you know, when I'm looking at the ads. But I do look at the produce aspect of it and see what is on sale so that and especially with the meat as well, so that I can do that. So if you go through the ad each week and then you look and see what is on sale and think creatively, okay, what kind of meals can I plan based on, you know, the coupons that are being offered and then, you know, the things that you know, that are discounted that week. So that's a great way to save, but also a great way to save time to plan your meal plans, your dinners out, or even the kids' lunches as well. And then the other thing is stick to your list. So whatever your list is, stick to it. In other words, really try not to do that impulse buying that, you know, many of us do, you know, and especially don't go to the grocery store when you're hungry. If you're going to go in the store, like I said, a lot of times, though, I just completely avoid the grocery store because I do it online shopping. And then, in fact, even when I do and go into the grocery store, honestly, I feel like I'm in there much longer than I should be because I do the click list so much that half the time I don't even know where anything else or where anything is because someone else is doing my my shopping for me and many times when you sign up for the rewards with those programs or if you're someone that does it frequently that fee is usually waived unless you have it delivered to your house you know that that fee stays on but I know the company that I use which is like Kroger which I know is a chain that's around most of our areas because I click list so frequently there's usually when it started out, there was like a $5 fee for every time you get, you would do it. That fee is completely waived for using the click list. And let's, you know, let's just face it right now with everything, you know, still going on and, and numbers heightened, that's just a safer way for all of us to do it. And I will say that like, I feel like they do a pretty good job. Like if they don't have something in stock, usually a couple hours before I pick up my order, I get a text because I've signed up for their texting. I get a text telling me what the substitutes are and I can either accept that choice that they made for me as a substitute or I can decline it. And there are times where I have declined it. And then the other thing is that like produce, some people are really, you know, kind of picky about someone else picking up their produce or picking it out because they know the way that they like it. You can always put special instructions on there. And then the other thing is, is that I'd say if you're that picky, then yes, you need to go and do it yourself. But for the most part, you probably just need to let that control factor go because they do have clerks that are trained that do a fairly good job. And if you ever don't, you know, like the way they do it, if you just go and talk to them about it, usually it's taken care of. But I feel like they've done a pretty good job. I mean, here and there, I might get things that, you know, like a bruised apple or something like that, that maybe wasn't caught. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what, if it's one bruised apple, or if it's, you know, something that's not that great, it can either be returned, or like I said, I just let it go. Because first of all, I didn't just go spend two hours in the grocery store. I spent 15 minutes on my phone or less going through and doing my coupons, putting my order together, 
And, you know, first of all, knowing what I'm saving, staying to my list, staying on my budget a little bit better because the total calculates as I'm going through and I can kind of see how much I'm spending and what it is. And, you know, I didn't have to spend that amount of time in the grocery store doing it. All I needed to do was drive over, let them know that I was there. Somebody came out, loaded it in my car. I mean, it really doesn't get much easier than that. Another thing, food, food, you know, kind of aside, but, you know, just as far as things like subscribe and save. So the other thing I do is I know you all know that I'm, you know, a big Amazon user. One of two ways. One is that I have a personal account, but we also have a business account. And so if you own your own business, even if it is an at-home business, anything like that, like no Know your tax savings when it comes to any type of an at-home business because there is multiple savings out there. So if you have an accountant, make sure that you, you know, or someone that does your taxes, make sure that you're talking to them about how to save different amounts of money if you have an at-home business. And that is another thing is that, you know, if you're thinking of doing any type of at-home business or even, you know, just some kind of a discount, you know, I've talked about like how I do Juice Plus, the doTERRA, things like that, even running my podcast from home. So a lot of times I use just those products. I don't necessarily like sell and push those products, but doing that, I have the option to do that for an at-home business, but I'm also getting those discounts for myself for just being a consultant, a representative of that company because I'm using those products as well. So keep things like that in mind because those are ways to save money as well is to be a distributor yourself. And usually it's only like a small fee every year, you know, 25 or $50 that you usually pay to be that. And then you get pretty good savings on products or commission on products. If you do have even just a handful of friends or family that are also interested in the products, let alone being able to write some things off for an at-home business for yourself. So those are things to think about as well. But back to the subscribe and save. So again, we have, you know, I have my personal Amazon account, but then we also have a business one. And I will tell you with the Amazon business is that we have signed up and we use the Amazon credit card for all of our business supplies. And there is a very large and great return when you use that credit card. Now, of course, I don't condone like, uh, you know, using high interest credit cards or using credit cards even, you know, that much as it is. But at the same time, if it's something that you're keeping on budget with and you're paying that off each month, you're going to earn great rewards. So with the supplies that we order from business, so each time I order and I use that Amazon card that I'm using, I'm earning money on there, which is awesome because then like that calculates up a little at a time and then you can use that, turn that money over in cash and use that for another order. So there have been like multiple things that we have gotten to where, I mean, like I said, granted, we are a business to where, you know, I mean, I'm buying things from hand sanitizer, Clorox wipes, toilet paper, you know, even supplies that we need. Like we have a couple, a handful of recliners in our facility to use for compression treatments and new calm and things like that. But I've even bought our recliners off of Amazon that we use in the clinic. And so those are bigger ticket items, which give me more rewards. And to be able to, you know, save all of that and use that, I again turned that money over and we have five recliner. No, we have six recliners within the facility. And two of those, I was able to get 
really for free, so to speak, using the rewards from it because of all the purchases that we had had. But I buy all of our paper products from there. I even like in our break room, we have kind of snacks that we have setting out for for staff and everything. And so I even buy the snacks on there, like the health snacks, variety packs that you can get in bulk. So I try to use that as much as I can, because for one, it's convenient. It saves me time. But then they also have the subscribe and save option on there, which I use at home for a number of things and at work for a number of things. So for example, things that you know that you're constantly going to go through. So all of my detergent, my toilet paper, the dog food, all of that kind of stuff that I know that I go through, whether it's every one month, whether it's two months, whether it's three months, you can usually get about 10% off on those prices if you sign up for the subscribe and save. And you can always set that. Like I said, whether you want to do it like our filters for our refrigerator at home, like I set it up for just one every six months or one every five months so that I know that, okay, I'm probably going to go through, you know, it's probably going to be to where I need to change the filter every five or six months. So I just have it set up on my subscribe and save. But at the same time, it would also caution you to make sure that you're checking that, that you're not getting overload on things to where, you know, if you're not going through product as much, all you have to do is change it quickly to skip a month. But again, you're saving about 10% than uh, more than you would if you were to go to the store and buy it, and you're saving on time. And so again, I would look into any subscribe and save through Amazon or any other programs that are out there because one, if you're doing Amazon and it's, you know, you have that Prime membership, you don't have to worry about the shipping. The shipping is, you know, part of your free shipping. And again, you have that savings. And, you know, you're not taking that time to go out. So, again, you do need to monitor that to make sure that you're not, you know, kind of going overboard on it. But it is definitely something that is one of convenience and two of savings. So if you haven't looked into the subscribe and save for programs and the rewards programs, I would definitely take advantage of it because it does add up to be savings tips for yourself as well. And also there is an app that I use called the Flip app and you can go through and you can mark like frequent stores that you purchase things at and you can go through and you can look at all of their ads and it will do price comparisons for you so that you can see where things could be possibly on sale, you know, for that week too. So it is kind of nice to see price comparisons, you know, on things on one app instead of going to, you know, several different stores to kind of look at it or because most of us, I mean, there's just, let's face it, there's a lot of us that do things digitally now to where, you know, we don't necessarily take the newspaper or take the traditional Sunday paper with all of the ads and everything in it. And so this is using the apps and finding different ones this way is definitely a good way to be able to do price comparisons. And then, uh, you know, there's some companies that still do the price matching. I know Walmart will usually do the price matching if you can show evidence of that and you can prove that there is price matching as well. Another thing, another way to save money is, of course, food prep. First, that saves time, but it also saves money because you're staying on budget. So I do have a friend, and they have a very busy winter. Her husband's a basketball coach, and, you know, there's just a lot going on with kids and everything like that. And so she and her sister actually get together, and you could do this with, you know, a couple of girlfriends or just by yourself, 
but they, for the winter, they have a variety of recipes that they use that are kind of more casserole-based. And so they do like an entire day. I think they've even extended it to a weekend, like right before that busy time of year starts for them. And they do all of their dinners. So they do a ton of prep and they get like the disposable metal throw away like uh, dishes, you know, like casserole type dishes that you can use. And they put all kinds of things together, you know, whether it's like a a chicken dish or a lasagna or anything, or even just a, a vegetable medley that they do. But what they do is they get everything together and then they put the seal on it and they label it and then freeze it so that it's ready to go. And then, you know, come the morning, they can just lay it out, defrost it. And then in the evenings, it saves a lot of time. And it has, even though it seems like a, you know, a big cost up front with budget, it does actually keep them on budget better because their meals are already done and prepped and made for the next couple months. Okay, so another money saving tip is to check out your subscriptions. I mean, I know I talked about like subscribing and saving for products, but check your subscriptions. Like for example, if your kids have the Kindles or if they have like subscriptions for the Xbox games or your Netflix or, you know, your ESPN twos, all that kind of stuff. So sometimes we sign up for things and we have all these subscriptions and then we just kind of lose track of how many you know, that we have. So if there's subscriptions that you have signed up for, you know, go through those and ask yourself, which ones are the priority ones? Which ones are the ones that I'm using frequently? And the ones that you aren't, cancel them. Get rid of them. Again, many of us have a tendency to lose track of how many things we've actually signed up for. So go through those and reevaluate those and cancel the ones that you're just not using so that you can, you know, get that money back that you're actually not you know, taking advantage of the services for. Another thing that also, you know, especially if you have kids, younger kids that are, you know, obviously growing every month and going through um, clothing is that a lot of us have consignment shops that are around our area that are specifically just for kids clothing. And I did this so frequently when the kids were from babies to the school age. I would go to the consignment shops and I would buy used clothing. And a lot of the consignment shops are really, really picky about what they take. So they're typically, they were always in really good condition. I mean, you're going to have to look through, but I, you know, I never got anything that, you know, obviously had holes in it or stains or anything like that. Because to be honest, the consignment shop that I went to, they didn't even put those out on the floor. And so... Then in turn, what I would do is I would go back and I would sell the things that either I had bought from that place or, you know, that my kids had outgrown anywhere from toys that they had to books to blankets, you know, to their clothing. And I could typically, you know, like every two months, you know, get about $50. And then if I had big, big items, I mean, there were times where I would walk away with like $150, from just, and it was so easy, so simple. And they usually had days that you could take in your items. And I never really had to wait very long. And if I did, it was like a 20 minute wait. And I would just kind of walk around the area and look. And then what was really nice too, for those of you that, you know, that might still have some of those maternity clothes or that are expecting, they also had women's maternity clothes as well. And so many times I got my maternity clothes from there also, because 
as many pregnancies as I as I've had, I mean, either things got worn or you just really got tired of wearing the same things. And so it was a good way for me to, you know, turn that clothing around and be able to get a discounted price on things as well. And, you know, feel pretty good about the fact that it was just a temporary amount of time that I would be wearing that clothing anyways. And so, and it was a minimal amount of money that I would use. So don't be afraid to go to kids consignment shops as well, um, because our kids grow out of things so fast. And, you know, especially a lot of those, I don't know about you, but having so many girls, I mean, we have, you know, lots of Easter dresses and Christmas dresses and just event type dresses that this was a way for, you know, they would wear them one or two times and that was it. And so, you know, I was able to get a good dollar from that instead of, you know, just sending it off to Goodwill or something like that. And then another thing that we've done with our older kids and that Brian and I went through ourselves and we actually didn't go through this until a little later in our marriage and I actually really wish that we had known about this or this this was around, you know, available to us, you know, 25 years ago when we had gotten married was, uh, and I know I've spoke about it before, but the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace University program. And many churches offer this. And if you are part of a church that does not offer this, you don't have to be a member of a church. Many times it's something that's a class in the evenings that you can do, or they have an online one as well. You can buy the program on Dave Ramsey's website. But this really helped Brian and I have a lot of conversation about finance that we had never had before or didn't even think about having. And it helped us get on the same page as where we were for our budget. And so after we had gone through this, and like I said, this was a long time ago, but We also had our kids as teenagers go through this course as well through our church because we wanted them to understand the principles behind, you know, finance. And it doesn't go real complex, but it really is just simple practices. And one of those big things that I would take from that is looking at cash. So going and getting, putting yourself, you know, of course, on that budget. And he doesn't have a a very simple app for that. Dave Ramsey does. He has an app just for budget alone. Sometimes budget can be a little bit overwhelming when you're looking at expenses in and expenses out. But he does have a very simple app that, you know, you just kind of plug those numbers in and you can keep track of it that way monthly. Now, that was something Brian and I always had done before was Brian's, you know, real big with Excel. And so having an economics degree to begin with, and he started out working at a bank, that was something that, you know, we had always done was, you know, we just kind of did it on our own through Excel. But like I said, if that's not something that you have in place, then, you know, there's lots of other apps out there. But at the same time, the one that Dave Ramsey has is called Every Dollar. And it is something that's, you know, pretty simple, like I said, to kind of plug in your finances and then just keep track of it throughout the month, you know, as you go through. But one principle that he talks about a lot is cash using cash for things because then when that cash runs out, like you're out, you're done. You're done with your monthly budget, your monthly spending for that month. And I know I've spoken about this a couple times just briefly on other episodes, but kind of the gist of it is that you have different envelopes for different things, whether it's, you know, your food budget, clothing budget, utilities budget, you know, your miscellaneous or entertainment budget, you know, whatever those things are that you have for yourself, you know, then you take out that cash for that and you use it. Now, this day and age, it totally can be done, of course, but there's a lot of things that are automated. And so we kind of, I guess, stick to a little bit of that ratio of cash to where, 
you know, especially for like miscellaneous entertainment, clothing, babysitting, that kind of thing is usually like all cash based to where like, I'm not going to use the cash for my gas because of convenience, but at least I know what my budget is and approximately how much I'm spending on gas pretty much on average. And most of us can kind of figure out an average of what we spend, you know, on our gas. Same with my food. I would always a long time ago, always, 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 when I would go to the grocery store, I would use cash. Well, now that I use the click list, again, you know, I'm not able to use that cash. It's it's tied to my bank account, but I do still subtract that as if I were using cash, you know, so that I am staying on my budget so that I know how much I have left for the month as well. In addition to, so miscellaneous definitely we use as cash so try to use cash as much as we can anytime it comes to any type of the entertainment I just go to the envelope I know how much cash I have in there and then whatever I don't use if there's any cash left over for the end of the month I have another envelope that is kind of like bonus or savings I take all that cash out and I put it in that bonus envelope so that it's something that then when something maybe a month comes up where we want to do something a little bit more fun that you know I do have a little bit of extra like pennies saved or bonus bonus money saved so each month I zero it out and take anything cash left over another thing is is that some of you have bank programs are you part of a bank where you can do that roundup program to where that every dollar that you spend, it takes those extra, those leftover pennies and it rounds it up to a dollar and it puts it in a savings, an extra savings for you. So check into your bank. They might have some programs like that as well to where, you know, you're kind of a little out of time. You're all those pennies, you're collecting those extra pennies and you're putting them in into savings. And before you know it, it's kind of surprising how much that kind of accumulates and then how much that can be used for savings or, or, uh, you know, kind of fun money in regards to that as well. In regards to also like entertainment, flop services, like if you have family or friends or anything like that, that they have kids too, take turns so that you can go out on your date nights, like offer to, you know, watch their kids while they go on a date night or you watch or they watch your kids while you go out on a date night. Um, Brian and I, we having our own business, obviously we have a little bit more um, freedom to do like swapping services, but we do have a number of people that we swap services with, you know, whether it's other practitioners, you know, that we kind of use or whether it's where we'll swap like, hey, you can either have a discount or you can have a gym membership for, you know, services that you can use, whether it's like switching services for repair, you know, within your facility or within your home or, you know, even babysitting. Like we have someone that I kind of swap services with, you know, as far as gym membership and child care as well. So there's a lot of options there as far as be creative when it comes to swapping services with other people that uh, friends, neighbors, family that you know, and it's definitely a way to save money as well. And in addition to entertainment, look at memberships to things. Now up front, of course, it's a cost like for zoo memberships or museum memberships, that kind of thing. But usually, especially a family of my size, it's going to make so much more sense for me to buy a membership to something so that I can continue to reuse it throughout the year. Because honestly, like, if my whole family were to go to the zoo and we were just to play like general admission, 
it would pay for an entire year Zoom membership. So it's something that you should also like if it's worth, you know, obviously most of you probably have smaller families than, you know, I do. But even if, you know, you're a family of four or five, I would look at that option and do that price comparison to where it doesn't make more sense, you know, for me to buy general admission for that one time or two time. Or is it going to save me more if I just buy a membership price for something and then I have the opportunity if I know that I'm going to go more than two or three times in that year you know it does cut down on entertainment costs as well and it gives the kids and and family something to do I do remember when we were even traveling in California we were in the the Monterey Bay area and we wanted to go to the aquarium and even though we don't live in California and even though it was the only the one time we would go it was cheaper for us to buy a family membership at the Monterey Bay than for me to have and pay for each individual person for admissions. And so we bought a yearly family membership to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. And even though we only used it one time, it still saved me, it still saved us money to do it that way instead of to buy each person individual memberships. Or a lot of times different entertainment places, they have family packages or like one, you know, on certain days or certain times. And so if there's something actually, you know, one thing that we were going to do today is we were actually going to go to Sky Zone. So I was looking to see if there was any coupons or anything like that, any promotions going on. And they on Sundays have like this family Sunday pack. Well, if I were to buy each person an individual one, it would have cost me more money if I were to buy a four person family family pack, even though I was kind of targeted within their certain amount of time and had to reserve my time for that, I ended up with being able to get four passes and then four drinks for the family. And they could go for like 90 minutes or whatever. Well, if I were to break that down and do that individually, it was going to cost me almost $50 more instead. So I just bought the, I bought two family packs is what I did. And I ended up saving almost $50 doing it. So look for things like that to, you know, save on as well, as well as like when you're checking out, you know, if you're buying something online, always go to um, Retail Me Not, I believe is one website. And then, but if you just like kind of type in promo codes, a lot of times you can find different discount codes that you can use if you're buying products online that will give you sometimes 10% off free shipping, things like that. So if it's not a site that you normally go to, I would always, before you check out, just kind of Google to see if there's any discounts or promo codes available, because sometimes those are big savings that that you can get as well as far as, you know, money saving, saving tips and stuff too. So I know that that was kind of a lot as far as different tips, but those are things that that I have just done over the years. And like I said, it's not any big tip or big savings or anything, but it's a little bit. It's a little bit at a time, and it's something that does make a difference, and it helps you keep on budget and stay aware of where you're at in addition to, you know, just kind of being a little bit more conscious about money coming in and money going out and still being able to eat healthy, still be able, being able to enjoy the entertainment for you and your family. And again, just being smart about your money as well. So I'm sure you practice a lot of those tips. I'd love to hear different tips that you use as well. Hopefully I've given you a couple different new advice or new ideas. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again next week. 
Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Six Pack. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Please share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't already, click subscribe. Rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Have a beautiful week and tell the important people in your life just how much you care about them. Much love and blessings to you all.